F3 podcast, where we discuss all things pertaining to faith, family, and finances. We got a good one for you today, as always. And remember, no subject is off limits. All right. So I am Dr. Lado and Blair Sr., and I'm sitting next to my lovely wife, Jesus Jr. herself. Oh, Lord. <laughs> my gorgeous, lovely, perfect wife, Dr. Jasmine Blair. So today's topic we're going to talk about. That's a good one. Yeah, because we encounter a lot of this right here, a lot of that. So we're going to talk about that today. What if my husband doesn't want me to preach? Yes, we are talking specifically about this. A lot of people don't want to address it. You know, and yeah, you have some, you know, some so some wives that don't want their husband to preach. But I find this a little more common right here. Yeah, this is what comes across our desk more frequently. More frequently. More frequently. Like eight times more frequently. Yeah. So what if my husband doesn't want me to preach? You know, mm. the, the, the man sits at home, you know, d- does nothing in ministry, I guess. No, nope, go to work, come home, cracks a cold one, cuts on Sports Center, <laughs> ESPN or whatever, you know, and then you know the wife, she she at church praying all the time, you know, or you know, you know she feels the call to ministry. You going down to that church again? All right, I'll probably be sitting here nodding off when you get back. Pick me up a biscuit on your way home. Uh, uh, bus, bus. <laughs> But I find some extra honey butter. Lord have mercy. (laughs) But I find too that these husbands, um, they usually have some kind of issue with the church. Mm -hmm. Not all. Some of them they just not interested. That's a whole other episode. Yeah, but most of these husbands have an issue with the church. They might have went to church and got wounded, or they just don't like church because of. You know, well, my mama was in church all the time, and you know, the church wounded my grandmama, so I ain't going to nobody's church. Mm. You know, I mean, we've seen this so many times. I've even met women pastors with unsaved husbands. That's another episode, too. <laughs> yeah, because I'm write that down. You shouldn't be pastoring nobody, your spouse ain't saved. Okay. Mm-hmm. But however, you can minister the word of God, you can preach, you can prophesy, you can do all of that kind of stuff. Um, you can you can you can do all these, you, you can still be used by God. You just should not be set over people as the watchman of their soul. Mm, because mm-mm. biblically, your Ooh. your marriage has to be an example to the people. And your marriage is not an example to the people. When your spouse ain't say that part, spouse ain't say, you know, uh, I met women pastors, their husbands don't even come to the church. Mm. So, how come your husband don't come to the church? Okay, mm. huh? Mm-mm. What, 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 you know, the husband don't come to church. So, but again, I've met people, my husband. Don't want me to come to my husband. Don't want me to preach. He has a problem with me coming to the church. Mm. So now you feel torn between God and ministry and your spouse. 
Now you have a biblical duty to your spouse. You do. You married you, you married the Joker, you gotta deal with him. Okay? Yep. You married him. You know. And, stuck now. And this is why we tell women, like, hey, if you're in this kind of situation, hey, before you go to church or whatever, listen, put something in the crock pot for the man. It's not that hard. It's not that hard to prepare a meal before you go, you know, or or, or whatever, or order him something or something, whatever. Minimize. Here's what you do. You're minimizing the excuses. First of all, if he's unsaved, biblically, you still have a duty to be a wife. Biblically. Yeah. All right. You know, it is what it is. Well, he not said you still have to be a wife. You still have to fulfill your biblical duties. That's but right. what you're doing is, first of all, you're ministering at home because whether your spouse is saved or not, you cannot neglect your duties at home for the sake of serving in ministry. Come on. If they're not offended with the church, that's a really good way to make them offended with the church really fast. Okay, well, you you prepare, you leaving four hours early to prepare the banquet for the pastor, but you can't even make hamburger helper at home. They're going to feel some type of way about that. Yeah. So, you know, you you down at the church, you cleaning the church and don't clean up nothing at home. They feel some type of way about that. So what you're doing, this is strategic. You know, the Bible tells us what? To be wise as serpents, but gentle as doves. So let me give you a bit of wisdom. You're minimizing excuses here. Put something in a crock pot, you know, make sure everything is, you know, clean and up kept in order, you know, put some things out, leave a nice little note. You're showing the love of God while still being able to go do what you need to do. They can never say you're removing the excuse of you left my knees unmet to go to church. Right. Because some of y'all don't understand, well, I got to obey God. Yes, you got to obey God, but God is not slow. God is also cognizant of the fact that you have that unsaved husband at home or that saved husband that's bitter and stays home and doesn't want you to preach. If you're honestly praying about this thing, he's going to give you wisdom and insight on how to navigate that and still be able to go preach. Yeah. And then, you know, it is, it's... Because it's once once you eliminate excuses, mm-hmm. once you eliminate the excuses, then when you obey God, you know, then he he gonna find himself fighting against God. Mm-hmm. And a lot of you women, you've been held up by men who don't want to answer their own calls. They don't. They 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 they, they serve God minimally and you serve him wholeheartedly you know and, and, and see this is why you got to be careful who you marry mm-hmm. <clears throat> people marry oh because he makes me happy that is dumb okay happiness <laughs> is a byproduct of being in the will of God you need to be seeking the will of God for it will of God will make you uncomfortable sometimes mm-mm you, you you can't tell me God told you to marry a man and then all of a sudden that man don't want you to preach. That yeah. man has a problem with you going down to the church. That was fast. Like, what did you not listen in the first place? Yeah. The only time this scenario makes sense to me, if I can be honest, is if y'all was both unsaved when y'all got married. Right. Y'all been married 5, 10, 15 years, and then all of a sudden you feel the call of God on your life and right. that person... Outside of that scenario, this don't make sense to me because that means you was hearing from God before you married them. 
Yeah. Yeah. I've seen a lot of women hindered. I've seen a lot of women with high callings on their life. And they was hindered. Mm -hmm. And they're hindered because they married men that were that were spiritually weak. Married men that just made them happy. Okay. But didn't but but didn't make God happy. Okay. You married men, okay, who can't pray themselves out of a wet paper bag. Mm. And see, so we got to get rid of this thing where women, yeah, women are more sensitive to God than men are. That's a given. But that don't mean that they have to be more spiritual. Right. See, there's a difference. Even though they go hand in hand. Okay. Mm. The Really, men, we should be more spiritual. Hello. Because we're charged with the leading in the direction of our home. Mm-hmm. So, so if you can't discern, you can't pray, you can't prophesy, you can't, you can't do none of this kind of stuff. I mean, you leaving your wife uncovered. That part. You leaving your wife uncovered. And then, you know, and then when she starts making moves without you, mm -hmm. you want to say she ain't submitted no more. She ain't, To what? You, you know, but, but see, it, 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 here's the thing. Ministry... Is ministry can be quite demanding. Real ministry mm -hmm. can be quite demanding. So what happens if whatever what happens if God sends this lady overseas for a week? You know, she may be traveling with her pastor or traveling with a group of people, and that's something God told her to do. See, see, that she cooked for you any other time, but when it comes to that, she got to go and obey God. You and that church. Y'all mm -hmm. always doing something. You in that church, you know, and 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 a lot of you are going to be held accountable for putting your husband before God. Mm -mm. Yes, you you're supposed to do your duties as a wife, but when God steps in and say, "I need you to do this," because this is what I'm commanding you to do, then guess what? When it comes to that particular thing. Mm. That husband will have to take the back seat. Now, not the back seat in the marriage, but whatever that specific thing that God's called you to do. So you got to separate that one thing. That's a cuss word right there. You got to separate that one thing. Mm. You know, I remember one time, you know, I met a woman of God. You know, she she had her own ministry. And I, I mean, she was pastoring at one point and everything, you know, but, you know, her husband, you know, eventually started having a problem with her preaching. Like, why you always got to go preach all the time? Now, granted, he's in, he's in school for theological whatever, seminary. He's in school for, he's a seminary for some kind of degree or something. Mm. And so, so, so you can be in seminary. Right. But she can't preach because you want her home more. And see, this is why I'm saying, like, you have to mm. see these things have to be discussed before marriage because some people, some people's callings from God are going to have a high demand. And there's something that the family is going to have to understand. Mm -hmm. There's something the family going to have to understand. You know, like uh, my wife and I, we travel a lot now. Mm -hmm. But guess what? We got two kids. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? So, so we, we we have two kids and we homeschool. So, so we have to make sure that 
our assignment to our children don't hinder our work for God. That's true. And guess what? Most of the time, our kids don't travel with us. Now, maybe when they get older, they'll travel with us. But right now, they're a little smaller, so they don't travel with us. So we make sure that we make sure that they have the proper care. We make sure they have proper care, right? So we make sure that they are in the right hands with proper care. You understand? That's what we do. All right, we we make mm -hmm. provisions for our children while we're gone. But guess what? We're gone at least once a month. So a lot of times, twice a month. You know, and we're gone. You know, it ain't no telling. We can be gone for three days to to to, to a week. That's the that that is the call of God on our life. It demands that. So yes, do what you can at home. But eventually, depending on who you are and your calling. Okay, God is going to be requiring the mm. next level, the next level of commitment. Oh, that's good. Okay. And and these husbands going to be mad. A lot of y'all are in rebellion because you keep juggling home in the will of God. Mm. You keep juggling home in ministry and you're not doing it right. That's right. You're not doing it according to God. Yeah, God cares about your... God cares about your spouse, but but guess what? I'm I, I'm gonna say something controversial. He cares about your call first. Ooh, you want to know why? How I know that? There's a something. There's a thing called the law of first mention, right? So if something mm. is first mentioned in the Bible, that means it sets the precedent precedence for how it's mentioned everywhere else. The first marriage we saw was Adam and Eve, mm -hmm. the first husband and wife couple. But look at this. Riddle me this. Mm, okay. <laughs> It'll be this Batman. <laughs> all right. So, first of all, first of all, it's lopsided number one today because the God gave Adam the vision. Mm. Come on. God God planted Adam first in the garden, right? Mm -hmm. But this man, after God planted him in the garden, told him to keep it, to guard it and to keep it. Adam. After he was established for a while, you got to understand it was time time gaps between some of these things. Okay, he said it's not good for man to be alone. But mm. this was after this man was in the garden, tending and keeping it. He was faithful with his assignment from God first, mm. and then God gave him a wife for the assignment. God gave Adam Eve according to Adam's calling. That's good. I know y'all don't like that. Because see, y'all want to get married because you're horny and want to have some sex. That's why that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, 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 you know, hey, hey he, he, biology, all that stuff works. It ain't broke. Okay. Okay. But, mm. but, but above that, above you not wanting to be lonely. That part. Why do you want to be lived? You know, and a lot of y'all women, y'all, 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 y'all get in these bad marriages, these bad situations that God never called you to. Because I just want to be loved. You better let Jesus love on you. That part. Okay, you better get a relationship. Adam, Adam won't even focus on a wife. Come on. Okay. You better say this thing. Adam 
was not even focused on a wife. Mm -hmm. Did you know that? God had God had to give this man a wife and say, hey, it ain't good. God had to recognize it ain't good for you to be alone. Because Adam didn't have no problem being alone. <laughs> right? So, 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 so he says, I will give him a help meet. Mm -hmm. See, nowadays the husband is the help meet. <laughs> 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 and the wife, the chief apostle, the husband, he 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 brother Earl somewhere sitting in the back. <laughs> you know, y'all supposed to do this thing together. You know, that's the biblical model. Law first mentioned, remember. You understand? So so this is why I don't believe God calls one spouse and then don't call the other one. You know, it's just that a lot, a lot, I'll talk about if he put the marriage together. Mm -hmm. You know. And some of y'all women, you marry weak men on purpose. So you can stay in control. But we're not going to get into that. Okay. Saying all this for a reason. So, again, God gives you a spouse according to your calling and your assignment. Mm. He does. Now, of course, I'm speaking out of the scriptural references, Adam. Mm -hmm. First, then Eve. But even as a wife. Right, even as a wife, you know, God will give you a husband that will complement everything that you're doing, mm. everything that you're called to. Yeah, mm. Mm -mm -mm. that's what God will do. You know, so so now I I, I meet a lot of women. They are and a lot of these husbands gonna be judged for it. A lot of these husbands gonna be judged and cursed by God. Okay, and, and, and see, a lot of these women ain't gonna be free until their husbands die. Mm. You know, we're not wishing nobody. No, we're not death wishing no, nobody. No, no, we're but not that's the that. reality. That's of just it. the reality of it. You know, I, I've I've met some husband don't let them do nothing. You know, the wife just got a title, and it's for you titled women too. You know, because some of y'all, some of y'all got titles, some of y'all got titles, but your husband, your husband is the tyrant. Mm. Your your husband holds you back. He don't cover you. He holds you back. Jesus. So I don't hold my wife back. I cover. Her. You see what I'm saying? You know. Major difference. Major, major difference. Major difference. Major difference. You see. So 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 a lot of y'all need to get this together. Mm -hmm. A lot of y'all need to get this together. And some of you women, a lot of y'all don't move forward in the things of God because you know it's going to cause conflict in your home. Ooh. And I understand wanting to keep the peace at home, but what happens when mm -hmm. God plants you somewhere in a ministry or he tells you to do certain things pertaining to ministry, but it's just like you still tiptoeing around doing it or you try to do it your way without offending your husband. Mm. You understand? That right there, that right there, if you ever have to juggle between your husband and God or anything, you better choose God. That's it. And a lot of you need to get financially independent too, because 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 you don't you don't want to lose that security blanket. Whoop. Mm -mm. You better become like the Proverbs thirty one one. Oh, I tell every wife, I tell every wife, I don't care if you a stay at home mom. You better get your business. Mm. You better learn business. You better learn economics. 
baby, you better have some money working for you somewhere, stocks, bonds, some mm, something. Mm, mm, mm. You better learn. You you better learn how to trade. You better get your business or uh, something. Mm. That's what you need to do. You want to know why? Because see, a lot of y'all are trapped by his paycheck. I told y'all about the PPP loans. Huh. <laughs> I mean, I, I know women right now cannot do nothing outside of their rebellious husbands, even in ministry. Mm-hmm. Even in ministry. Why? Because he brings home the bacon. And you so dependent. You so dependent. Can't even, you know, I've I've met women, they can't even drive themselves nowhere. They can't even drive. Everybody, the husband got to drive them everywhere. Like y'all, y'all, listen, listen. Not out of chivalrousness, like they got the car. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, you, you know, it's 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 sad. It's sad. But y'all be marrying these jokers. Y'all be marrying these jokers. Swear you hearing from God, and then no. this stuff manifests years later. And see, this is why you know I try to tell my daughters. I try to prevent them from getting in these situations. You know, I'm like, listen, these are the questions you ask. These are the standards you set. Mm-hmm. Okay, let me say that again. These are the questions you ask, and these are the standards you set. Yeah. Because, because if not, guess what? Guess what? You 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 gonna find yourself marrying your hindrance. Man don't want you to preach. I remember Catherine Kuhlman, her first marriage, her husband yeah, didn't want her to preach. That. You know, can you imagine where the healing movement today would be if she would have obeyed Ooh. her husband? Jesus. That? Yeah, I believe in submitting to your husband all day long. But guess what? If that man is telling you that you can't do something that God called you to do, then guess what? You got to choose what God called you to do because at the end of the day, God is going to judge you for whether or not you was a good daughter to him before you was a good wife to your husband. Exactly. And that's the part where a lot of these people, you've got to prioritize. Yeah. Like, you, I love what you said, that happiness is supposed to be a byproduct of you being in the will of God. Right. And we've got to get out of this Americanized, Christianized lie that marriage is supposed to make you happy. You should be happy, but that's not the primary purpose. It's not your happiness. Should be before, you should be happy before marriage. It, it, well, yes, exactly. And so we've got this whole thing where anytime it doesn't make us happy, we've got to shift things and, and we put our happiness above obeying the will of God. So then it's like, well, God want me to preach, but you know, I, I got this husband. So what, what should you do? Your husband don't want you to preach. Obey God. First of all, make sure that you are in line biblically at home. Make sure you're doing everything that you need to be doing and then obey God. And at that point, you've removed the excuses. So now he's got to make a choice uh, because his issue at that point puts him at enmity with God. It don't have nothing to do with you. If you are ministering at home, to your husband, you are being submissive. You are taking care of whatever responsibilities that y'all have laid out and agreed upon. Yep. You are fulfilling your portion of that. And he still has a problem. It, it removes the excuses to yep. where now his issue is God, not you. Right. 
And as long as you are fulfilling your part, you're not being mean, you're not being angry, you're not withholding love from your husband. If you are fulfilling everything that you're supposed to do and he still has an issue with you going to preach or this church thing, as some of them call it, that is an issue with him and God. And see, here's the thing. I understand the need to want to take care of home first, and you should. But there's times you may not be able to take care of home because you're taking care of his home. Mm. See, God's stuff always come first. That's why before God gave Adam a wife, he gave him an assignment in the kingdom. Okay. Mm. I know, listen, I know this ain't popular, you know, because some people love to use that scripture, you know, well, if the husband don't obey, you know, you, you submit anyway, and through your conduct, you can win them over. That makes more sense if both of y'all won't save. That's what I said. In some of these scenarios, yeah, but not all of them. Both of y'all won't save. Okay, then you get saved, but then your husband ain't saved yet. He was Jesus' best friend before y'all got married, and now he don't want you to preach? Right. Something ain't right with that. That's, that, that's what we talking about. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> them. Exactly. You know, um, you got to realize, too, see. See, I, I got to get on this, too, because, see, a lot of y'all use scriptures to keep people in bondage in bad situations. Mm -hmm. Everything that Paul wrote, we don't have to do today. Did you know that? Mm. Oh, I know I'm going to get in trouble, but I don't know. <laughs> well, well, no, I'm not. I, I got to stop using that word. I'm not going to get in trouble because I ain't under none of y'all. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But those commandments were given to specific churches to address specific issues, mm -hmm. right? Unless Paul said, do this in all the churches, all the churches didn't have to do it. Mm -hmm. You know, because some churches didn't have all these hangups, okay? And, and I think the worst church that Paul ever had was the most gifted one. Corinth. With the church of Corinth. <laughs> ah, that's a whole nother episode. <laughs> Like, like we probably just need to do a whole series on the Church of Corinth by itself. Mm -hmm. It's a whole lot of lessons we can pull from that one. Not a bad idea, mm. you know. But, uh, uh, you know, so the things that Paul said about marriage, the things that Peter says about marriage, they're applicable to certain situations, mm -hmm. not every situation. The scriptural commandments for marriage is not a one-size-fit-all, except the fact that marriage should be, be between a man and a woman. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, 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 and anything outside of that is an abomination, scripturally. Mm -hmm. So, so, you know, you know, with that being said, okay, do you still submit when he's beating the hell out of you? Run, Forrest, run. He's beating the crap out of you, okay? But then, you know, submit. You know, I remember I heard somebody say one time, uh, uh, um, um, you know, because he was so against divorce now. Now, now I think he divorced now, mind you. Mm. He was so against divorce, you know, and I was like, so what if she, what if, what if he beating her? She better learn to bob and weave. Terrible. What? 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 Like, 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 are you, are you kidding me? Mm. Are you kidding me? You know, better learn to bob and weave. And I don't even think they got married no more. So, so yeah, you, you know, you know. He not. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, I know he ain't married because he, you know, somebody screenshotted him publicly. He tried to, he, he tried to, you know, shoot his shot at somebody one time. Mm. 
Let's screenshot him. I know he married. And uh, so, so I'm just like, you know, we we take these commandments, and and see, we the when these scriptures are used in an improper way, we empower tyrants. Mm -hmm. We empower people that don't mean God no good. Mm -hmm. And don't mean you no good either, but you submit because, oh, I, I just want to be a good wife. Okay, but isn't the church the bride of Christ? How are you going to be a good wife to your husband and a bad wife to Jesus? Woo! That part. Mm -mm. How are you going to be a good... See... You understand this? This 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 is the nonsense that we gotta stop. Y'all women better get free. Mm, mm -mm. Y'all women better get free. You know, remember what I first told you when we got married? The day I stopped following Christ, the day you stopped following me. That's what you said. You know, I meant that. You know, uh, 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 because if I'm leading my wife to hell. She's not obligated to follow me there. That part. And believe me, she ain't going to follow me there. Negative. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, but negative. Yeah. And I don't expect it to. Listen, if, <laughs> if, you understand. And I'm not talking about imperfections. I'm not talking about mistakes as a leader. I'm talking about if you just genuinely stop following the Lord altogether. Okay, and you're leading people to hell. You're leading people astray. I start preaching some strange. I start preaching some strange doctrine, negative, and stuff like that. Okay, be like, listen, you're off. She'll tell me you're off. No, it's, it's I ain't following that. To push the plate aside and <laughs> pray for your turnaround. <laughs> turn around. Somebody turn to your neighbor. Say, turn around. Turn around. <laughs> oh my goodness yeah but y'all be following people all the way to hell man in the name of submission no I'm not talking about if the leader's imperfect or your husband's imperfect but see here's the thing your husband don't want nothing to do with ministry how are you going to submit your ministry to him uh oh your husband can't fast, pray, speak into your life, and none of that kind of stuff. Why are you going to submit your ministry to him? He can't find Genesis. <laughs> and, as a, and, and, you know, as a some people say, well, I don't submit the ministry to him, but I submit it as a wife. That's going to conflict, man. Eventually, even if it takes years down the line, that's going to conflict. All right? Because there's going to be some things that God may call you to do in ministry that ain't going to involve him Oops. for long periods of time. Oops, he might feel some type of way about it. See, reps are come out there, but you mean this don't involve me <laughs> unless you got a piece on the side somewhere. Oh, and a lot of and a, and a lot of those marriages, a lot of and a lot of those marriages where the wife is super apostle, prophet, and he's just little brother Earl, he's just a little nobody, mm. you know, not all, but a lot of the marriages. The husband be having a side piece. That's another episode. Husband has a side piece. All right. So, 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 so the point is, is that women, you need to get free. Mm -hmm. Okay. We've just eliminated every excuse for you not answering your call. That's right. See, in the Bible, when they follow Jesus, and this is what y'all don't teach either, because y'all don't teach the truth. A lot of y'all don't treat, do not teach the complete gospel. Mm -hmm. 
a lot of them, they lost their fa family members behind following Jesus. Mm -hmm. Oh, but that's a cult. That's a cult. If anybody was running a cult, it was Jesus. Mm -hmm. According to what y'all define cult, cult to be because uh, uh, a lot of people lost their family. They were disowned by their families. They lost their families. That's why Jesus always addressed family issues. Mm -hmm. He said, listen, you know, if you're not willing to hate, hate means love less. It, it, it don't mean to despise, you know, in, mm -hmm. in, in, in the scriptural context. But if you're not willing to hate your father and mother and, and, and all them, okay, uh, 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 in comparison to me, you're not worthy of me. Mm -hmm. Any man that have given up father, mother's brother, sister, house, spouse, Jesus addressed all of that. Why? Because people was losing their spouses for following it. Men lost their wives for following Jesus. Women lost their husbands for following Jesus. They lost their family members for following Jesus. A lot of y'all women scared to lose your sorry husbands. And I'm sorry. If he, God gave them to you, he ain't going nowhere. Right. If he leave, God ain't give them to you. Oh, well, he's he's just a good man, you know. And that's what you settle for. Mm. And now you got to listen when it comes to spiritual matters. You got to listen to your spiritual father over your over over your husband. A good man will want you to obey God. That's right. He'd want you in the will of God. He'd want you in a position to where when you do pass on, you hear, well done, my good and faithful servant. A good man is going to love you the way Christ loved the church unconditionally. He gave himself up for the church. Yeah. He's committed to the purification of the church. He's committed to the church being presented faultless without spot, blemish, or wrinkle. Come on. He's committed to presenting the church glorious back unto himself. Mm -hmm. He's patient with the church and he desires to lift his bride up and see her at her best. And the church never had to ask or beg Jesus to support her in her purification and in, in her process to rising to the stature that she's supposed to be at. A good man, you will never have to beg to support you, clean you, pray, cover you and lift you up the way Christ does the church. If it don't fit that definition, you need to redefine what a good man is. And a good man is going to make sure you're doing what God called you to do. Exactly. That means he has to be in the position to do that. Yeah. <laughs> he has to be in the position to cover you to do that. <laughs> <laughs> he don't. He don't. He don't have to be in control, but he needs to be involved, at least Ooh. in oversight. I don't. I don't control her businesses or anything that she does, but I am somewhat involved, even if from a distance, oversight at least. You know, to make sure that she's doing what God called her to do. You come to the staff meeting. I come to the staff meeting. <laughs> yeah. And I'll sit there and say nothing. Okay. Yeah. 
Uh, you know, no, no. I, I want my wife to do everything that's in her spirit to do. That's why when she comes to me, she be like, hey, babe, I want to do this, do this. I say, go for it. Go for it. If this is what God has called you to do, go for it. You know? And and and, and see, see, I'm I'm somewhat involved in what she do without controlling what she do. Because my job as a husband. Mm-hmm. I'm doing my job as a husband, man. You know, I don't, I don't have to do what she do. Mm -hmm. I don't want to do what she do. Okay, I got my own stuff to do. <laughs> <laughs> but my job as a husband is to see to it that she's fulfilling her assignment. So if he's not involved like that, can you really say he's a good man just because he comes home and? Oh, he comes home. He pays the bills. He provides. One one husband. One 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 lady told me my husband. He's my financier. He your sugar daddy. That's not a husband. That's a sugar daddy. He's my financier. <laughs> so that 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 that's a nice professional way to say it. But that that's not a husband. That's a sugar daddy. Yeah. So he just, <laughs> you know, he just uh, promotes your ministry. You married. You, you you all over social media. We don't see near picture of him. Mm -mm. Just you and your ministry. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Mm, mm -mm. This needs to be fixed. Finance here. Yeah, we, we got a lot to fix because that ain't it. That's not it. No, this needs to be fixed. Any closing uh, yeah, remarks yeah. for the people? Ladies. Ladies. Yes. Wives. Wives, if your husband don't, women's of God. If your husband don't want you to preach, preach anyway. That's right. And even if you lose the Bible, says let the unbeliever walk. Mm 